Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Spitting Fire with Keetris. I am your host, Keetris Keys. This is episode number 10 of Spitting Fire with Keetris. It has been a journey. There have been weeks when I have not posted um, a podcast, but life does happen. With that being said, today's episode is talking about the upgrade. You know, in this society that we live in, we're always... um, Looking for something, you know, for the latest and greatest uh, version of something. We're always looking to upgrade, whether that be our devices, our phones, our computers, whether it be our homes, our clothes, or even our bodies. We are always looking to upgrade. We always want the newest version of whatever it is that's out, right? But let me just um, share with you today something that um, Holy Spirit dropped on me as I was studying the word and reading. I came across chapter uh, 61 of Isaiah and um, I just, you know, just started reading and it just resonated after I was reading the verse. It just, you know, dropped on me the upgrade. So what it says is um, starting at verse number one, chapter 61 of Isaiah, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all who mourn. To console those who mourn in Zion. And this is the part that really grabbed me. To give them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. In the time that we're living in, there are a lot of us who are in mourning right now. There are a lot of us who have the spirit of heaviness upon us right now. There are a lot of us who feel like we're just wallowing in the ashes of of what's left of our lives. Let me just say to you, you're not the only one. You're not the only one that 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 that's feeling like, you know, God, what's left? What what is there left? What what do I have left? What is left of this life of mine? Let me just tell you that God can bring beauty out of ashes. And I'm saying that from a realm of experience. I'm not just saying that because it's the popular thing to say. All throughout the Bible, we see where people have gone through things and they felt like they're dying and they felt like they wanted to give up. We can even just look at Job and his life and how he had everything that he could ever imagine. He was one of the richest men in the land and how how the devil decided to approach the throne of God. And God asked him, you know, uh, what, what are you, what, what have you been doing? Where have you been? What, what, what's up with you? And he was like, I've been going to and for looking for somebody, you know, I, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm here and I'm just, I'm showing up and I'm just, I, I want to find somebody I can, you know, buff it. I want to find somebody I can, um, you know, um, keep them from praising you that I could do something to them and they could turn, they would turn their backs on you. And um, the funny thing about the conversation is that um, Satan didn't ask for Job. God volunteered and God said, have you considered my servant Job? And Satan was like, seriously, are you kidding me? You you talking about the one that you have this big hedge built around, you know, 
Of course, I didn't consider him. I can't get to him. God allows Satan to get to Job. The whole point of the matter is Job lost everything he had. He lost his cattle. He lost his his homes. He lost his children. His own wife told him to curse God and die. But in the midst of all of that that Job had gone through, he said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. So what, 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 what am I saying? That even in all of that, Job was, you know, he was in ashes. He lost everything. It crumbled around him. All he held dear. And he said in Job 2 and 8, the Bible says that he sat in ashes. He was in mourning. He was in torment. Daniel was another one that we can we can speak of that that was in that same situation. Um, Daniel suffered under uh, the captivity of of a mean king. He prayed to God on behalf of his people that God would have mercy. He repented. He confessed his own sin. Um, he knew where his strength and help came from. And then the Bible says in Daniel nine and three, it says that. Then I turned my face to the Lord, seeking him by prayer and pleas for mercy with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. So here we have Daniel represented in the ashes as well. But we know how that story turned out. He came out victorious. We can also look at um, Tamar, David's own daughter, who was taken advantage of, was raped. She was left alone. There was no hope for her future. It just seemed like her life was broken in pieces, shattered and torn. And it says in 2 Samuel 13 and 19, Tamar put ashes on her head and tore the long robe that she wore. And she laid her hand on her head and went away crying aloud as she went. So you have three examples right there of people that were, were in the ashes of what was left of what they thought of their life. And they may have wondered, just like me and you wonder, where is God in all of this? Where is he now? You know, we're in this deep grief. We're in this crime infested uh, world that we're living in. We have people that are in captivity that are being uh, trafficked for sex and and children that have been abused and COVID and people dying and shattered hope and broken dreams. And we often wonder, where is God in all of this? Let me just tell you that if anything can be upgraded, God can upgrade our lives. The word tells us that he gives us beauty for ashes. So he's telling us that he'll never leave us, nor will he forsake us. His love for us is greater than anything we could ever imagine. Though we live in a world where we're faced with troubles day in and day out, he's always there. He says when we go through the fire, he's there. When he when we go through the flood, he's there. So when we go through life and it leaves us in what we think are ashes that cannot be restored, God is the restorer. He believes in restoration. He believes in redemption. He has redemptive powers. And when we feel like we just can't, you know, come up out of the ashes or we just can't come up out of this deep state of grief and mourning that we're in. I'm here to tell you from personal experience that you can come up out of it. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He's always there. And no matter how bad it gets, there's always better. I can remember a time in my life where I had gone through loss after loss after loss. And when I say loss after loss after loss, That's losing three babies. I had miscarriage after miscarriage after miscarriage. 
And I, I was in a place in my life where I was actually in, in the ashes of my life. It was, it was a deep depressive state where I felt that there had to be something wrong with me as to why I could not bring forth life. And when you get in a deep depressive state like that, it's just like the whole world is caving in on you. You're depressed. It's dark. But at the same time, I had to function because I had a family. I had a job and I would go to work and I would put on this facade that I was okay. But inside I was crumbling inside. My whole world was just it it had just caved in. And I can remember leaving work and getting in my car and just sitting in the parking lot and just crying because I knew I had to get all that out before I got home. Let me just tell you my life was dark. Let me just tell you that I felt like there was no hope for my future. Not because I didn't already have children, but because of, of the, the massive loss that I felt after taking three hits like that back to back to back. And saying to God, you told us to come into this earth to replenish it and to multiply and to be fruitful. And here I am, my husband and myself, and we're trying to do what you said in your word. And it just comes to nothing. We lose out every time. And so, yeah, I've been in that place where, you know, you're just in the ashes and you feel like you can't come up out of it. And you feel like everything you're doing is falling apart. God, in his word, when he tells us in Isaiah that he will give us beauty for ashes, he does. When he says he'll give you the all of joy for mourning, he does. When he says he'll give us the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, he does. I'm a living testament of that right now. You know, it's easy and I get choked up talking about it. Not because I feel the pain of what happened to me, but because of right now, the point in my life I am experiencing chapter 61 of Isaiah. I am experiencing the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness because I have seen his word come to fruition in my life. It overwhelms me with joy. It just makes me so happy to know that he does fulfill his promises to us. Wow. He's so amazing like that. He's so good to us, but the ultimate upgrade, and there's nothing that can, that can degrade this upgrade. The, the, the Webster or the dictionary, the, the thesaurus or whatever you want to use defines the word upgrade as to raise something to a higher standard, to improve it, to enhance it, to make it better, to even customize it. And the word that stood out to me the most was restore. The upgrades that God grants us restores us. And there's nothing like restoration that comes from God. So then what happens is you feel like you, you know, you, you missed out on a lot and time just kept on ticking and it got away from you and you feel like, well, I can never Regain all of that that I lost. Well, in your power, you can't regain it. But when you put your hope and trust in Jesus, 
You don't have to worry about regaining that. Because he actually restores us. He actually redeems that time for us. So what happens is he places us right where we would have been had not all that th- all those things happened to us. He places us right where we would have been had not all those things happened to us. So in the pain, in the despair, in the depression, in all of that, he takes all of that and he reworks it for us. He heals us. He restores us. He never intends for us to stay stuck in our sin, in our pain, or our sorrow. He calls us on upward. He calls us to higher callings. He reminds us that in him we have great purpose and hope. There's beauty and greatness behind every mark of darkness. There's beauty and greatness in the chaos, in the madness. The ashes fall away. They don't stay forever. His greatness and his joy, they shine, his glory, they shine on forever through every broken place, every flaw we've ever struggled with because none of us are perfect, but through every flaw that we struggle with, his glory and his beauty and his greatness shines forth. He conquered death. He lives forever. He reigns in glory and we have victory in him. So no matter what the world has dealt to us, no matter what the enemy Thought he could snatch from us or take from us. God is the great restorer. God gives us those upgrades that we don't have to keep. Every time a new version comes out, we have to keep, you know, um, running out to get the latest version. No, he is the latest and greatest version. And when he upgrades us, there is no greater version. There is nothing that the enemy can present to us to say, well, I can do that better than him or I can. I have a version. He tries to. The Bible says he presents himself as a, as an angel of light. He tries to, but he cannot top the version that God gives us. He cannot top the upgrades that God gives us. So I'm talking to to you if you've ever lost a loved one. If you've ever had to say goodbye too soon. This message is for you today. If you've ever received a hard diagnosis. If you've ever faced the fear of the unknown. Or felt the effects of disease and pain. If you've ever been deeply betrayed, wounded, abused, or mistreated. And you could be in those places right now. (laughs) I'm here to tell you. That God has the ultimate upgrade for you. He gives us beauty for ashes. He gives us the oil of joy for mourning. He gives us the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And he does those things. So we can be called trees of righteousness. So that we are planted by him. So that we are unmoved. We are unshaken. Because he has delivered us out of some of the most depressive states of our lives. 
And if you remain in that state right now, let me just tell you to grab a hold to Jesus Christ. He can upgrade whatever situation you're in. And you will look back over your life and you'll be like, how did I get to this place of joy? No matter what's happening in my life, I have continuous joy. Not being happy because happy is a state of 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 being happy because of what's happening around you. And once those things are not happening anymore, you're not happy. I'm talking about a state of continuous joy that no matter what's happening around you, you still have this continuous joy. And the only person, the only one that I know that can give you continuous joy is Jesus Christ. So then once you are planted in him, There's nothing that can move you. There's nothing that can shake you. It doesn't matter what happens. Yes, it affects us, but you never have to go through those deep, dark places again because you have your ankle, your anchor hold in Jesus Christ because you, you know that he has delivered you from some of the darkest places in your life. And if he did it before, he'll do it again. So you never have to go back to those depressive states. Do I still experience loss in my life? Yes. Do I still experience um, close, uh, loved ones, um, close to me getting hard diagnoses. Yes. Do I still get betrayed and abused or mistreated? Yes. But I handle it so much differently now because I have my anchor built in Jesus because I'm rooted and grounded in his love because I know that he has forgiven me and I quickly forgive those who abuse or betray me. I quickly forgive them because I need him to quickly forgive me for the things that I do because none of us are perfect. So I just want to say to you today, when you go through those deep, dark places in your life, know that you are coming out on the other side. Know that there is victory in Jesus. And as long as you keep yourself rooted and grounded in him, those things will not overtake you. The water will not drown you. The fire will not burn you. You will come out on the other side and you will be able to look back over your life and say, wow, God is the great restorer. He can upgrade like no one can upgrade. He customizes our lives for his purposes. He makes things better. He enhances it for the, for the, for the good of his kingdom, for his glory. He restores us. He redeems us. He redeems the time for us. And there's no one else that can do that for us. So we have to know that we have to trust in him in, in, in the deepest, darkest places of our lives. Remember that he gives us beauty for ashes. Remember that he gives us the oil of joy for mourning. Remember that he gives us the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Just think about as heavy as your depressive state could ever be. He gives us the praise. He gives us, he put praises in our mouth. He gives us the garment of praise that's even higher than that spirit of heaviness. And if you've ever been in a place of of deep, dark despair and you've come out and you see the light, you talk about amazing. Now that's amazing to look back over your life. I know it is for me when I look back over my life and I see some of the, 
deepest, darkest places that I have been in, depressed. I can remember times <laughs> that I wouldn't even go to work. I would stay in my bed. But before my family got home, I would put my uniform on. And I would leave home and I would come back home as if I had been to work. That's how depressed I was. That's how dark my life was at a time. And life will throw you punches. Life will deal you cards. It doesn't matter how strong you are. That will topple you. That will throw you off kilter. But can I tell you, <laughs> when you are rooted and grounded in Jesus and when you allow him to give you the beauty for ashes, it's all worth it. Because, because there's somebody else that's going through the same thing that you've gone through. And had you not gone through that, there's no way you can help them come out of it. There's no way you can testify to the goodness of God that yes, he does deliver us. And yes, he does bring us out of those deep, dark places. Yes, he does upgrade our lives. And then we know that all of the ashes were worth it. Yes, they were worth it. Because those ashes form you, form us into the people that we are, into the strong people that we are to bring somebody else out of the ashes. So what am I saying? Share your stories of the ashes. Don't keep those. Share your story of being delivered from the ashes. Share your stories of being Giving beauty for those ashes. Share your story of receiving the all of joy for all of that mourning that you've gone through. Share your story for, for getting the garment of praise from the spirit of heaviness that you've gone through. Share those stories so someone else can know that I can come out of what I am in. Share your stories of being upgraded. <laughs> Wow, share your story of receiving the newest version from the Master Redeemer. Share your stories. Let people know that you have had vulnerabilities and that you still have them. But we serve an almighty God that brings us through those things. Yes, as long as we live on this earth, God told us we was going to have trouble. We were going to have it. In this world. But he said take heart because I have overcome the world. So if you are hidden in him. Know that you are an overcomer as well. Those things do not. They didn't come to overtake you. Only if you allow those things to overtake you. Just know that you are stronger. Just know that, that you, you serve the stronger one. And if you don't serve him. Let me introduce you to him today. His name is Jesus Christ. And all you have to do is acknowledge that you are a sinner and tell him, I want you to be my Lord and Savior. I want you to rule and reign in my life. Trust me, he will take the reins of your life and your life will never be the same. You will smile and, and people will be like, why are you smiling so much? If you only knew the man that I know, I'm talking about the master upgrader. I'm talking about the one that gives upgraded uh, versions of us gives upgraded things to us that no one can degrade. I'm talking about Jesus the Christ. 
The only one. The only one that can put a smile on your face that nothing can take off. Even when you're going through, you still have that all-sustaining joy. You still know where your joy comes from. You still know where your help comes from. So you can smile through the pain. You can smile through the rain. It doesn't matter. Heck, you'll even play in the rain with no umbrella because you're covered by Jesus. Yes, we all have rain. We all have storms. But I've learned how to dance in the rain. I've learned how to dance even in the storm. Because I know who the master upgrader is. And I know that once he's upgraded me, there's nothing that can degrade me. Once he's customized me and restored me, enhanced me and made me better and improved me. So that I can let my light shine so that men will see, see his goodness and glorify him. The master upgrader. I pray that this segment, that the segment of this podcast has helped someone to know that no matter how many ashes you're in, no matter how much mourning you've done, no matter how much heaviness you have on you, if you allow God to upgrade you, if you just seek after that upgrade, I mean the latest and greatest, there's none greater. If you just allow yourself To access the greatest upgrade that's ever been given to man. If you would just allow yourself to come into contact. To have that true encounter with him. (laughs) Wow. It's amazing. So I hope this segment has helped someone. I hope my transparency has helped someone. I had no idea what this segment would have affected me the way it did, but I am living in the upgrade. I am living (laughs) in the greatest place of my life that that I've ever lived. And I I look back over my life and I think, I I can remember, God, it has to be something better. Living for you has to be better, and I'm living in the better. I'm living in the overflow, and there's only greater to come, and I want the same for you. I want the same for you. So until next time, you keep spitting the fire of the word of God. Until next time, you keep allowing the master upgrader to restore you, to give you beauty for ashes. To give you the oil of joy for mourning. And to give you the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. So that you can be called a tree of righteousness. So that you can be rooted, grounded, and planted in the Lord. That he may be glorified. Until next time, be blessed.